0: that one. Welcome back to Gay Bye, Gay. Woo! So uh, Aliyah's sitting here eating pizza <laughs> and we have a very special, I came up with a very special idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, today we are going to be reacting to some r slash neckbeard stories. I'm scared. Honestly, everybody knows at this point that I have had a couple of stalkers in my life, and unfortunately at least two of those stalkers have been neckbeard types. Mm-hmm. So I, I have my own experience. I mean, one of them was like half neckbeard, half nice guy, which is like the worst combination you can mm-hmm. imagine. I mean, he may also be a little bit incel, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But I've, I was on Reddit earlier, and I found the Saga of Christ beard. Again. I am scared. Christ beard, you guys. You
1: know, I also want to know, like, where did the, the term neck beard come from?
0: I feel like because a lot of those people, like the m'lady types, <laughs> you laugh, but it's true. I know. Um, I feel like a lot of them literally have, like, not just beards, but they have, like, the neck beards. Literally. Like, mm-hmm. they all just kind of have that look to them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, ugh. You know what I mean. Yeah, just, I know so I found this one. It's called The Saga of Christbeard. And as far as I can tell, there's at least three parts. <laughs> so I have not read this. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it will be good. There's no guarantee that it will be good, but mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it will be good. Me too. So we're going to go ahead and read this to you. Okay. Let's do it. Here we go. The Saga of Christbeard, part one. To give a little background into this tale, it all started a few years ago. I had suffered a traumatic brain injury that had taken my ability to do the job that I spent a lot of time and money for a degree in. It also left me with epilepsy so I could not drive anymore so my ability to earn income became somewhat limited by both my lack of training in other areas and geographical location due to having to find a place to work due to not being able to search very far. At the time I had taken what I could find a part-time job at a donut shop. This major cut to income forced me into a situation where I had to find a roommate. As always, with stories here, the names have been changed. Already, I feel very, very, very bad. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. I mean, a a traumatic brain injury that leaves you with, Mm -hmm. um, you know, epilepsy and everything else. And literally, you've worked for a degree and now can't do anything with it because of it. Like, I feel awful.
1: That sounds heartbreaking, yeah.
0: And then to know that there's a neck beard that gets involved here. I'm just like, God, you poor soul. I'm so sorry to whomever posted this. I'm so sorry, Reddit poster. All right. After an arduous, Craigslist search, I found an advertisement for a roommate that had a place that was in my price range and would work for me geographically. I was apprehensive at first because it was a male, and having heard horror stories about that situation, I was cautious, but was also not in a position to be choosy. As far as I know, the uh, Reddit poster is female, from what I can tell. So I had answered the ad and agreed to meet the guy at a local coffee shop for an interview. The shop was halfway between the apartment and the hardware store he worked at, so it wouldn't be too difficult to go and see the place if needed. So I'm sitting at the coffee shop, and in walks Christbeard. He was wearing an unwashed t-shirt and cargo short. Oh, I feel like every, every yeah. neck beard wears cargo yeah. shorts. Anyway, he was wearing an unwashed t-shirt and cargo shorts and hit just about every stereotype stereotype of that guy from an anime con. A friend of mine would later describe that he looked like someone put Seth Rogen in a microwave. So I guess picture that. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to look that up later and see if I can turn that into a thumbnail for the YouTube video. Yeah, that... That's, that's pretty good. I, I can see it. I can see it. He waddled over to... Oh, no. He waddled over to my table and I'm immediately hit with the smell. It's a combination of sweat old food, and yeasty B.O. Are you Holly? He asks in a very winded tone. I didn't think much of the smell because it was a warm day and he was walking around in the heat as he did not drive either. So he immediately introduces himself and starts asking questions about my job and my ability to pay rent, saying I would be paying half of it plus electric and he'd cover the other half plus other utilities. Okay, sounds reasonable, but here is where it gets weird. I have an aesthetic some would call goth. So he immediately begins to tell me that he is a hardcore Christian and didn't care what my faith was as long as I wasn't worshipping Satan in the apartment. I mean, I guess that's fair, Do it but... in the woods,
1: just not in the apartment. Yeah, just not in the apartment. Oh my gosh.
0: I'm an agnostic, by the way, but whatever. He then proceeds to tell me about how he used to work for NASA, has three master's, oh, three master's degrees, and is a published author. Mm-hmm. So neckbeardy. Okay, so he's obviously lying, but whatever. I'm not looking to date this man. I just need a place to live. So I figure whatever he likes to tell people to feel better about himself is his own business. So we walk out of the apartment. So we walk to the apartment so that I can see it. And on the way, he starts telling me about other roommates he's had. He proceeds to tell me his last roommate tried to kill him. He said it was another. uh, He said he was offering this man some advice and pulled a gun on him. Okay. So yes, the lying is definitely a red flag, but again, I am pretty desperate at this point, so I foolishly wave it off. We get to the apartment, and it's not clean, but not quite dirty. There is this odd smell that lingers in the air that is pretty indescribable, but I digress. In the living room, there is a couch with one area that looks as if it has a permanent ass indent and a sweat stain. I hope it's sweat. Me too. Me too. He proceeds to tell me about how I would have access to all the common areas and could use the kitchenware. Alrighty. His face then drops into a serious scowl and he says, but you are never to go into my room. Never. A little over the top, but fair enough. I'm a private person myself, so whatever. He then asks me if I'm a neat freak. I tell him that I clean up up after myself and keep my things tidy. He then tells me how a previous roommate, not the one who tried to kill him, used to bitch up a storm if he left a dish or two in the sink. Alrighty. Red flags aplenty, but I figured this would be a temporary situation at best so I could deal with it for a little while. Oh, how wrong I was. A week after I move in, I'm in the kitchen making breakfast. He bursts through the door, slams it, and quickly locks it from behind him. Then there is a pounding on the door. Call the police, he bellows. Oh, God. I'm still standing there dumbfounded, trying to figure out what the hell is going on, and he grabs his phone and calls them himself. He tells the 911 operator to send police immediately because a crazy old man is trying to kill us. First of all, who is us? (laughs) Why are you dragging me into your bullshit? God. (laughs) Anyway, the police arrive, and the crazy old man is gone. The police ask what was going on, and I tell them I am just as clueless as they are. He proceeds to tell the officers that he was in the laundry room minding his own business and our upstairs neighbor just came after him out of the blue for no reason. So the police start talking to our neighbor. Turns out the neighbor was in the laundry room at the same time and shed some light on the situation. Apparently, Christbeard wanted to use the dryer that the old man was heading toward and had butted in front of him and tossed his clothes in. When the old man protested, Christbeard apparently told him, well, I got here first. When the old man protested, Christbeard started yelling back and knocked the old man's laundry basket off the counter and was then chased out of the laundry room. This is getting a bit long and is only one of the many tales of Christbeard and his Christ-like behavior more to follow. That... So that's just part one. As far as I know, there's three parts. So that's part one. Okay. That is terrible. Really kind of dickish. Like... Yeah. The thing that worries me... Christbeard. I've heard about his faith. But you haven't seen it. He's not just a regular neckbeard. He's Christbeard. Things must get worse from here, right? (laughs) Things must get... Oh, no. Here we go. The Saga of Christbeard, part two. Christbeard in his natural habitat. Oh, God. Whenever we're talking about a neckbeard having a natural habitat, I get scared. Yeah. I remember one of the old neckbeards that used to chase after me... I remember what his place, room, whatever used to look like.
1: Mm-mm, not yeah. good. So whenever
0: I hear about the habitat of a neckbeard, I'm like, oh god, I've been in I've been in a neckbeard yeah. den. It's a not a fun beard? It's not a fun place to be. As if it's a bear's den. Yeah, it's not a <laughs> it's not a good place to be, my dude. Alright, here we go. Okay, so when we last left Christbeard, he had just finished embarrassing himself with the police. So where do we go from here? If you recall from part 1, I mentioned how when I saw the apartment the first time, it was not in too bad shape. Well, after a few weeks of living there, he seemed to have abandoned all attempts to make it look as if he was capable of taking care of himself, both hygiene and housework-wise. As I stated before, I tend to clean up my mess in the kitchen when I am done cooking. My cookware tends to be washed right after I plate my meal, and then I wash my dish after eating. Not so with Christbeard. His idea of the proper time to clean any dishes were when every single one was used and the cupboard was bare. I tried for a while to keep up with it and put dishes so that he the, sorry, uh, I tried for a while to keep up with it and put dishes that he had used in the sink when I did my wash, but eventually I had had enough. This man was in his 30s and as the old saying goes, Dishes are like significant others. Your roommate shouldn't be doing yours. <laughs> that is one of the best things I've, I've ever never heard. heard that. I've never heard that. Yeah. but I love that. I'm going to use that from now on. <laughs> so I just let it go. He would leave dishes with food on them until there was mold and even oh. longer. So I kept to my room and let him live in his filth. I refused to cook in that kitchen because I cannot bring myself to cook in a filthy kitchen. And I had taken a hard stance on not being his maid. I, felt myself main- I fed myself mainly by getting takeout for myself, far more expensive than I would have liked, but it beat contracting some sort of food-borne illness from whatever the hell was festering in his room-sized petri dish. Ugh. Fair. He rarely showered, which didn't affect me much, as like I said, I was staying away from him in my room. So you would think with him showering once in a blue moon, the bathroom wouldn't have any problems. Oh, how wrong you would be. Firstly, once again, a man in his thirties seemed to never know how to flush a toilet. Ew. No. This was nasty enough when it was just pee, but walking into the bathroom and being knocked back by the stench of him being unwilling to part with his poop was infuriating. But hey, the shower is safe, right? (sighs) Hell no. Literally every time I would shower after he did, there would be snot rocket... Oh, There would be snot rockets that were a mixture of mucus and blood on the shower walls and floor. I once slipped out on him about it, and his answer, Oh, I thought I got it all. There's no way you
1: don't see that, and that is disgusting. Oh,
0: God. It's the worst. Because of the constant state of filth in of the common areas that I had given up on trying to keep clean alone, I refused to bring guests over. It was an embarrassment. There was this one time I had a game night planned and I asked him to pick up all of his garbage and at least make an effort to make the place presentable instead of looking like a middle class crack house. (laughs) He had the gall to text me, well I cleaned last time, it's your turn this time. Asshole. Now, Henness? He is. Oh, he is.
1: Hennis.
0: (laughs) Hennis. Hennis. Now, he is lucky this interaction transpired through a text because all I saw at that point was red. I absolutely wanted to choke him. I don't know, he might like a dude run. Ah, don't. So I fired back about how I don't even use the living room or kitchen because of how gross he keeps things and he knows full well full and well that I keep to my room. So that mess is 100% his and will never be my turn to clean up his mess. So he came home and proceeded to clean, which involves stacking dirty dishes more neatly in the sink and shoving his garbage into one corner of the living room. No wiping anything down, no washing, no anything. Then he looks at me and says, There, I cleaned your majesty. Satisfied? Bruh. So, this is Christbeard's home life. Do you think he fares any better outside the hovel? Find out in part three. I. That's so gross. The bathroom? The bathroom is disgusting to me.
1: How do you not just flush a toilet, especially when you live with someone?
0: That's my thing, is that, you know what? If you live on your own and you want to mm-hmm. be filthy and disgusting, I hate to say it, but kind of okay fine, live live your truth, live your best life. Yeah. But really, like, you have a roommate and you're going to leave it yeah. like that? I'm like... Even, no, no, no. Even
1: in no, the no, first no. part when he's showing her the apartment... Like, what I would do is probably, like, open the windows, you know, make sure that things don't stink, light a candle, clean, and I you mean, know? The,
0: fa- the fact that it's described as a middle-class yeah. crack house, like, I'm literally yeah. sitting here picturing it, and I'm like, this is not good.
1: Are things with mold on it, I would be things scared. Things with mold
0: on it, like, literally to the point that you are afraid of, like, catching an illness from yeah. cooking in the kitchen.
1: I'd be scared for my health. Like literally.
0: Honestly, this entire time, you know, even if you're in a bad situation, you're kind of forced to move in somewhere like that. I already would have been back on yeah. Craigslist yeah. looking for another listing for somewhere else. Like.
1: And also mid thirties. Mid thirties. Really? Why?
0: Wow. Neck beard in his thirties. That that was so rude that he knocked an old man's laundry down and got chased by an old man oh and called the cops gosh. because of it. Bruh. What a douchebag. So, uh, when we come back, we will read part three. Of the Christbeard saga.
1: Hold on to your moldy plates.
0: Ugh. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Gay by Gay. Woo! Hello. Christbeard. Christbeard. Him. Honestly, I'm a little bit confused about why he's called Christbeard. I haven't seen any yeah. overly religious stuff. Yeah. But maybe, mm, I don't know. We will find out. So. Oh no. I just read the title of this one. The Saga of Christbeard Part 3, Christbeard Goes to Khan. You never want to see a neckbeard at a convention. You never want to see a neckbeard at a convention.
1: If you think yeah. his house
0: is bad, just wait. Honestly, I don't know what kind of convention. Okay. It's either an anime convention. Yeah. A furry convention. Or a My Little Pony convention. I'm calling it here. Mm-hmm. I'm calling it now. It's one of these three things. W- want to take bets? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say anime.
1: I was going to say anime. I'm going
0: to say anime, and my so. only reason for saying, or um, I don't know, the fact that like, I'm thinking back when he was like, stay out of yeah. my room and everything, and I'm like, he obviously has some neckbeardy type shit in there, and I'm like, hmm. But it could be furry type shit. That that's but it scarier. could be an anime body pillow. I okay. f- I feel like it's a waifu pillow. I, I feel like it's a waifu
1: pillow. Maybe this is a an he un-
0: he definitely seems like the type to have you know one of those like anime mouse pads that yeah. have like the boobs. Yeah, he seems like the type to have one of those. This
1: might be an unpopular opinion, but I think those anime body pillows are weird.
0: Honestly, I'm kind of like you know what, whatever whatever you're into, you're into. That being said, the fact that some of them say that their waifu body pillow loves them and they love it, and I'm just kind of like, I'm uncomfortable. Just get a
1: poster. Why does it have to be a pillow?
0: Because they literally want to, like, in their mind, they're, like, literally sleeping with them. And and that's weird. That freaks me out a little bit. It's weird. I think.
1: I think that's
0: weird. I mean, when you're that lonely. (laughs) I mean, when I go to sleep at night, I was going to say something funny, but then I realized that I have insomnia and I don't sleep at night, (laughs) so it doesn't matter. I mean, at night, I'm sure you imagine being with your girlfriend or whatever. At night. Or you can just accept the fact that, you, yeah, you're in bed alone. These people don't seem to be able to accept that reality, that their 2D waifu is not real.
1: <laughs> I At night, I fall asleep to watching my ASMR lady from the South oh, yeah. organize the Dollar Tree shelves. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. All right, so. <laughs>
0: Here we go. The Saga of Christbeard, part three. Christbeard goes to con. Sorry about the gap between... These work. Oh, sorry about the gap between these work has been insane. Well, here we go. Oh, so that means we might get some more updates in the future. Ooh. We'll stay tuned for Christ. We will. Beard we will stay. Porn. We will stay tuned. If yes. I find it, I will let you all know. <laughs> so on two separate occasions, while serving my sentence, living with <laughs> Christbeard, Beard, I came home to find him flogging his holy bishop in the living room. <gasps> Once to furry porn and the other two lollies. No
1: lollies, Abby.
0: It's Lolita, so what, it's not no, a Lolita. Lolly.
1: No, it's Lollies.
0: I know, but it doesn't sound right because it's not a Lolita. It's a Lolita, so it should be Lollies. I'm just saying it should be.
1: It should be. It doesn't mean it is, but that's gross. This, this description, also. this description. Hold on. Let me back up and say it again,
0: this description. So on two separate occasions, while serving my sentence, living with Christ's beard, I came home to find him flogging his holy bishop in the living room.
1: I kind of imagine, like, he Flogging, flog... You, Flogging his holy bishop. I imagine him, like... <laughs> what a description! With, a, with like, a friend of his dressed as a bishop, and they were, like, into some kinky no, sex. No, in the no, living no. Room. no! No,
0: no, no. No, no, no. We called it, though, right there. Once to furry porn. Yeah. So this might be a furry convention. We may be wrong about the anime. It may be mm, furry stuff, my maybe. dude. Maybe. Why do I bring this randomness... Oh, honey, it's a neckbeard reddit story. This is not randomness. This is the truth. It's relevant. This is the reality. Very relevant. Why do I bring up this randomness... Or, why do I bring this randomness up, and what purpose does it serve other than to horrify? Well, pack your bags, everyone. We're going to con. Ooh. (laughs) Now, the even darker clouds... (laughs) Even the darkest clouds have their silver lining. In the case of Christbeard, it was meeting his sister Tina and her daughter Missy. They're both wonderful. And also through him, I met James and Henry, a married couple who are possibly the sweetest guys I have ever had the pleasure to know. Our city hosts a weekend-long gaming convention, but also features anime quite prominently. Yay. There we go. There we go. Um, I had always wanted to go, and when Christbeard told me about it, I was understandably hesitant to spend a weekend hanging out with him. Yeah. But Tina, Missy, James, Henry, and a few other friends were going to be going as well, so that was enough to convince me. The drama started immediately in the check-in line. Now, I am not exactly flat-chested, but my breasts are fairly small. So, Christbeard starts comparing my breast stroke to his 11-year-old nieces. That's gross. Freeze. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Your niece? You're comparing your roommate's boobs to your, niece, your 11-year-old nieces? All of a sudden, I'm very concerned about the uh, lowly stuff. I was concerned about that when they started. I mean, like, I, I was too, but just the fact that that's his niece. Yeah. That's his niece. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Yikes. Okay. Not only that, he was talking quite loudly about how this child had such a nice ass and a ghetto booty. Everyone was sort of uncomfortable, so I shut it down by saying, Well, Christbeard, we can't all have amazing double Ds like you. Damn. Serve Holly. Serve. That is good. The group sort of chuckled and he was pouty for the next few hours. But at least he wasn't spouting off high-key pedo nonsense, so I was happy for his silence. God, I'd be too. I'm sorry if I ever, if I had a daughter, an 11-year-old daughter, and if I had a brother and I heard him spouting the fact that my daughter had such a nice ass or a ghetto booty, Mm -hmm. oh, honey, he'd be dead. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I would be getting a restraining order. I would be like, you're never coming around my child again. Oh, You're toast. God. You're done. Yeah. How How is this, how is his sister Tina fine with this? I don't know. Sorry, not sorry. I, I get that they're your sibling. No. So we were all checked in and decided that we would hit up a pho restaurant for lunch before we started on the events. So the group dines and good conversation occurs, except for the times where Beard did an, his normal activity in groups, steering the convo to be about him. So anyway, the waitress asks us if we are all together or separate, and Christbeard speaks up and says, oh, we are all together. Okay, uncharacteristically generous of him, so I thought. The check comes, and the waitress sets it in front of Christbeard, and he immediately shoves it over to James. This is not the first time that he's expected James to cover him, but what threw it over the top was that he was expecting James to cover dinner for eight people. Nah, screw that, I thought, and drop money off for my stuff on top of it. Everyone else followed suit except for Christbeard. So we get back to the con and decide to hit up the vendor's alley. Christbeard makes a mad dash for a stall and comes back with a set of cat ears, paws, a tail, and a bell. He thrusts them in his niece's hands and says, you'd look very sexy in these. What the fuck, Christbeard? She's your niece and she's 11. How? How? I'm sorry, how is Tina fine with this? I don't know. Tina, 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 my dear, no. Tina, you need a restraining order. Your, your daughter needs a restraining order. This is not okay. Yeah. This is not okay. I'm bothered. I am very bothered. Most of the rest of that day of con goes somewhat smoothly, other than Christbeard pissing and moaning whenever people don't do all the things he wanted to do. So, day one in the bag. We get back to the apartment, and Missy is staying at our place. Why are you letting her stay? Oh my god, because Missy's the daughter. Yeah. Oh no. Not gonna lie, the whole thing made me uncomfortable given the things he had said and did involving her that day. Before going to bed, Christbeard made a point to say everyone is going to shower tomorrow because we are not going to be stereotypical unwashed con nerds. You yeah, mean like okay. Him? yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. So due to my discomfort with the whole situation, I let Missy sleep, sleep in my room on an air mattress, partly because I was afraid he'd creep on her in the living room and partly because he had not bothered to clean anything. <sighs> I mean, at the very least, Holly's sitting here yeah. like, I am going to protect yeah, this 11 year old girl. I, I feel so bad for this little kid. Yeah. Next morning comes up, and Missy and I shower. But not Christbeard. Of course not. James and Henry come to pick us up. Christbeard suggests an expensive sit down breakfast place. As to not allow him to pull the same shit he did with dinner, I tell James and Hugh a coffee shop would be better and quicker. That way, the bastard had to pay his own way. He pouted about the decision, but reluctantly accepted. Before we can continue, we must introduce Tim. Tim was a friend in the group, but he and Christbeard had a falling out at some point before this. It was over something small and dumb that Christbeard had blown way out of proportion. Basically, it boiled down to Tim having a birthday party and inviting someone that Christbeard had an issue with. And Christbeard wrote Tim out of his life for not considering his feelings when inviting this friend to his birthday party. Now, much to my protest, we didn't bring Tim with us because of Christbeard's belly aching. But I reminded him that Tim's brother is one of the people who puts on the con, so there is a high chance we will run into him at some point. Christbeard said if we saw him, he was an adult and could be civil. Somehow I, I, I very much doubt that. Me too. Okay. So the group decided we wanted to play Artemis. If you are unfamiliar, it's a starship bridge simulator and it's great. So we head to the Artemis room and who was there but Tim. Upon seeing Tim, Christbeard ran out of the room like he was being chased by the police. Or an old man with a laundry (laughs) basket, apparently. (laughs) Unfortunately, I drew the short straw to find out what his deal was, so I found him huddled in a corner about three hallways away. When I asked him what was up, he said, "'I just can't deal with Tim's bullshit right now, and it's just too painful.'" Maybe I was a bit insensitive, but I told him that Tim did not even say anything to him, so the bullshit was in his head and he was acting like a petulant child, so I left him in his little puddle and rejoined the group for Artemis. The rest of the day is uneventful for the most part, and we return home. Christbeard states that he wants to go to church the next morning. Oh, here's the Christbeard Mm -hmm. part. Okay, whatever. He then whines because no one is joining him. Most of the group are not churchgoers, so I'm not sure why this was a shock to him. So James says just to text him when he's done with church, and he would pick him up to join us. Now, the last day of con has precious few events. It's mostly for the vendors and whatnot. So after hitting up the vendors, we decide to head to Chris's house for some gaming. Chris had to work the first few hours of con and couldn't join us, but he wanted... He wanted to the group? Okay. But he wanted to the group, and as most have come out from town... Okay, that sentence just doesn't make a lot of sense, but okay. At no point in the day did Christbeard text anyone to pick him up. Honestly, I was fine with that. Very good. Next day, however, Tina asks me if I saw Christbeard's Facebook post. Oh, no. So I took a look. It was this long diatribe about how everyone at con was so mean to him, calling him an idiot. Me over the Tim thing, I suppose, even though I never called him an idiot about how he was called bitch tits for no reason again me but you don't <laughs> you don't want me talking about your breasts don't talk about mine that's fair i respect that and how on the last day we all just blatantly excluded him from gaming at Chris's house when he was called out on all of this he deleted the post where do we go from here? How about Christ Beard gets a girlfriend and how he and this new person affected James and Henry's New Year's party next time in part four.
1: Oh my gosh, a cliffhanger. There will
0: be a part four, so at some point we are going to be doing an update. I, I'm actually kind of invested in this. Yeah.
1: Oh my god. What the hell? This guy's terrible. How does he have friends? Honestly,
0: the thing that is bothering me is yeah. all of this stuff about his niece. Yeah. I, I, uh, Oh god. Yeah, like, even just looking at some of the other, like, uh, Reddit comments under this post, like, I don't understand how Tina could let Missy, Missy be around him when he's so creepy and says such disgusting things. Um, I don't think she knew how bad it was until she experienced it. Nothing, neither of them interact with him anymore. Um,
1: God, that's so yeah. gross.
0: But, just, like, disgusting, damn. Disgusting. And, like,
1: for him to be like, they excluded me, or the Facebook posts. Fucking typical neckbeard. I know, but, like, what... Typical neck beard. So, Facebook posts to complain.
0: Oh, God. So, there will be updates on Christbeard in the future, I'm sure. <laughs> we gotta keep looking we we got, for we Christbeard. Have, we have to keep looking for Christbeard. Honestly, I, I wouldn't mind in the next couple of um, episodes diving into some more of these. Mm-hmm. The, Honestly, we might check out the nice, nice guy Reddit in a minute yeah. here because I do love me some nice yeah. guys. So we might pop over and read some of those. Yes. But let us know what you think. What do you think of Christbeard?
1: What do you think will happen next?
0: Oh, I'm almost a little bit worried because it's talking about him ruining a New Year's party with a possible girlfriend. And I'm kind of like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I feel bad for the girlfriend. Honestly, who out there is dating a neckbeard? Who? Who? I don't know. Why? I don't know. Anyways, let us know what you think. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in the next episode. Yes, take it gay by gay, guys. Bye. Bye.